This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated with another true crime of insurance fraud video. This one, number 62, called The Car Collector. Albert Reich had a passion for old cars. Since the trust fund set up by his maternal grandparents provided an income of $3 million a year, he began to collect cars when he turned 21 in 1960. He started with a 1924 Model A Ford. As the years passed, he purchased and restored for his collection of Auburn, two Duesenberg Js, a 1928 Cadillac Touring Car, a 1918 Dalmer, a Willys J, a 1934 Packard Limousine, a 1924 Bentley, and many other classic automobiles. He kept his cars in a climate-controlled warehouse. By the time Albert turned 50, he was the proud owner of 75 classic automobiles. Albert had restored all of the automobiles to a pristine new car showroom condition by paying the best of all automobile restorers the funds they asked for. To Albert, they were priceless. Albert would never consider selling. Estimates by car buffs had valued his collection at 90 to 100 $25 million. He insured the collection with a gaggle of British insurance companies with a limit of $80 million. Every day, Albert would spend time with his cars. He dusted, waxed, and caressed each car. He manufactured with his own machine shop. With highly paid machinists, the parts he could not buy for his cars to keep them in a new car condition. Two months later, Albert faced incurable temptation and frustration. One of his sources informed him that the third Dalman motor car ever manufactured was for sale for only $6 million. It would be the capstone of his collection. Old man Hera would roll over in his grave to know that Albert had an automobile that put in shadow all of Hera's collection. Albert, unfortunately, did not have $6 million in ready cash. His trust fund was set up so that he could not tap into the capital but only accept the income derived from that capital. He only had a million dollars of ready cash and needed to raise another five. The seller would never reduce his demand since he knew that Delmo was unique. Albert could not bring himself to sell any of his collection. He was deaf, desperate. Then he remembered that his trustee had required him to purchase insurance to protect the collection. Albert, who contributed money to his member of Congress if the representative would vote for death penalty legislation, and who supported all police functions, was a marvelous citizen. But he had to have the gentleman. 
Silver came up with a brilliant plan. He had his two Duesenbergs, a cord, an auger, and three Packards moved to his farm in Connecticut. He then broke the lock on the storage facility with a tire iron from a 1957 Chevy and reported that he had been the victim of a burglar. The police officers, totally blinded by the beauty of the collection, took his report and expressed honest sympathy for his loss. Shortly after that, his insurance adjuster visited Albert who confirmed the forcible entry into the storage facility, that the value of the vehicles exceeded the amount stated on the policy by at least $3 million, and recommended to the insurers that they immediately accept a proof of loss for $6,540,000, the total of the stated value of the vehicles, as stated on the policy. The insurer agreed, happily noted it, that they could have lost much more if the burglars had taken more vehicles. Albert bought the dealer, which is now the pride of his collection. Since Albert was never a criminal, as the years passed and the income from his trust funds allowed, he would move one vehicle at a time from the Connecticut farm and deposit them on the streets in various communities throughout the Northeast. The police would eventually be called, trace the vehicle back to Albert, who would gladly retake possession, and since Albert had transferred title to the vehicles to his insurers upon the payment of the claim, Albert paid the insurer back the exact sum the insurer had paid him for the vehicle. Eventually, Albert recovered all of the cars he reported stolen. The insurer received back all of the monies they paid in settlement. Albert's collection was complete. No one thought they were hurt by the crime, and Albert lived happily ever after. This video was adapted from my book, Insurance Fraud Hurts Everyone, which is a supplement to my two-volume treatise, Insurance Fraud Second Edition, and my book, Insurance fraudsters deserve no quarter, all of which are available from Amazon.com as Kindle books, paperbacks, or hardcover. Thank you for your attention, and if you view this video on Rumble, please click the Rumble button, and if you view it on YouTube, please click the like button. Thank you again.